0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are in uh, uh, Trümse. Trümse. Trümse? Trümse. So we are, this is a bit of a special episode of Lobbycast, but we are indeed in a lobby and we have just seen a film. But this is a special episode because we are actually at the Trümse International Film Festival at the very northern tip, well, not quite, but very north uh, of Norway and we have been here all week and what I mean by we is myself and Sarah who is actually going to talk on this podcast unlike all the other ones when she refuses to talk uh, and what I would love her to start doing is tell us a little bit about Trümse you've got a history with the, uh, with the film festival why are we here, what are we doing? Go! <laughs> uh, so we're in Trümse
1: because one of my best friends from the university moved up here And I have been to the TIFF for the last possibly six years. Um, And I worked here for in my second year, five years ago, I think. I was a volunteer and absolutely loved it from the minute I arrived. And yeah, come back every year and it's just ace.
0: And just to give you a bit of background, uh, we are currently in a period of time where the sun doesn't rise uh, in the north of Norway so we have sort of 22 hours of darkness well 20 hours of darkness really and then you sort of get a, a very bluish two and a half to four hours of light every day but the sun never actually rises above the horizon so it's a fantastic time to spend most of your day at the cinema and that's sort of exactly what we've done so we have seen 10 films this week we, we yeah. wanted to see 11 uh, but because the Silly Tiff website sadly didn't work properly so uh, on the overview it sort of uh, left one of the films out um, and I wanted to talk about some of the films that we've seen that were absolute highlights for us so maybe Saz you can you can start us off with one of your favourite films because we're not going to cover all, all ten of them but we're going to cover our favourites definitely go uh,
1: so my favourite was Hurry Slowly
0: have you made a decision? Yeah. Because yeah. we need to vote after straight after this, because we're still in the lobby after our last film of the week. Uh, we actually have to vote for our favourite film. I'm not sure I've made up my mind yet, but you, hurry slowly, go.
1: Yeah, so basically, yeah, we decided that we wanted to go, go and something. see lots of films from different cultures Aww. and different countries and in different languages. Um, and Hurry Slowly was actually the Norwegian choice. I'm not mm. really that keen on going to see it. Really not, yeah. Like, it oh seemed, God, yeah, we better see one from Norway, like, yeah. No, I within about two seconds. No, but yeah, it was, I absolutely loved it. It lasted about an hour and eight minutes. Yeah. And... Uh, it was just
0: set in beautiful Norway and yeah. further south than we are, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, so we're in just within the Arctic
0: Circle. Yeah. So we saw Northern Lights the other day by the way, which is very exciting for me. But yeah, uh synopsis true. of the film, so what, what happens in hurry slowly? Without giving too well, much I can't away. Tell. I can't
1: I'm not allowed to tell you what the script is, right? Or what happens?
0: We just don't want to give spoilers away so we can summarise okay. the plot.
1: So it's um, about a brother and sister relationship and the sister is looking after her brother. Is Who's her, got, autism. got autism. has got autism. Pretty severe autism. Yeah. And it's about her kind of journey from going from, I guess, starting looking after her brother to then yeah. past like, him then moving out of the home. Yeah.
0: It's a, We were very, very lucky to to actually meet the both the director and the cinematographer after. So that's one of the great things they do here at TIFF is where you sometimes have the chance to meet the filmmakers, which I guess is, uh, happens a lot at film festivals, but this is my first one. So I didn't have that experience yet. And that filmmaker, the director, was awful at actually talking about his own film and promoting it. Because he's, he's meant to sell the film. He's meant to find a distributor and everything. But he was so humble and he was so like, oh... Yeah, and that was bad, and the sound on that was too loud, and we didn't really have enough money to make this. When when it was just a beautiful piece of art and storytelling, and and so there was a there was sort of a public round of question asking after the film, and he never really came out of a shell. But then we we sort of cornered him a bit after the yeah. film, and, and he was suddenly a, was a completely yeah. different
1: person. He was so eloquent about this film, and like yeah. had so many ideas and reasons yeah. and concepts and ideas, and they. It all.
0: One of the things we asked about is the is the aspect ratio because they su- they shot it in super wide screen and one of the things that we said where we sort of just stood there oh. mouth open was uh, yeah we decided to shoot it in super wide screen because we needed big landscapes because it's such a small story and we were like okay just drop the mic and walk out like that's what you need to say about this film and what else stood out for us.
1: Uh, I really like love and shukla. Love and shukla, yeah. Schickler. Yeah. That was the
0: Indian film we went to see. Yeah, I yeah. thought
1: that was in really interesting—a yeah. real insight into the culture of India and um, yeah,
0: it's like about, arranged marriages. That's right. Yeah, so it's basically about a young man <laughs> who, without really seeming to have any relationship experience or having had any girlfriends or whatever, has a has a, a marriage arranged for him to a uh, to a young lady, and she moves into the his house with yeah. his parents and his sister, and it's yeah. a tiny, tiny, tiny space, and. Obviously, uh, a lot of problems arise from that in, in terms of intimacy between them, but also just having a conversation. You know, yeah. they 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 end up sort of renting a hotel room just because they actually just want to spend some time chatting to one another uh, without anything more sinister than that. Um, and that was that was a real insight. I think it was beautifully shot. Uh, the the colors were quite remarkable. I thought the, the some of the violence around the job he sees a uh, tuk-tuk driver uh, but also like uh, yeah you know without giving anything away the the rest of the story unfolds quite beautifully I thought uh, and then one what else what else stood out for us
1: I mean probably
0: my favorite I can talk about if you want me to. <laughs>
1: What's yeah, that one? The, is size your favorite?
0: I don't know. I still. I have to make a one. One of my absolute favorites was uh, "Too." What is it? "Too Late to Die Young." We can never yeah. get the title of this film, right? It's an Argentinian film. Did I get that right? Yeah, yep. Argentinian too film. To "Too Late to Die Young," and it's basically like all my favorite films. It is a uh, coming-of-age story. It's a young female protagonist, um, and she. Well, it's actually it's more than one, isn't it? It's really it's two. Young women. So it's the the teenage girl, and then but also the younger, Clara, I think, yeah. the younger girl with her dog, yeah, uh, yeah. and it and it takes place uh, outside uh, Santiago. In oh so it can't be Argentina, then it's <laughs> Chile, isn't it? Santiago. Oh God. I don't know. My geography is awful. But anyway, it takes place in uh, Santiago. Um, and it's at a time just after the dictatorship. What's the What's the guy's yeah, Augustine name?
1: Augustine Pinochet. Yeah,
0: Pinochet. Just Just after he got, sort of got taken down and uh, democracy really starts in... Uh, it must be Chile then. Um, yeah, it was. And it happens in, in a little settlement sort of of pioneers, doesn't it, outside the, the city. And uh, they sort of form a little community. But it's really about... I think, again, we managed to speak to the director after, or she was sort of on stage for a Q&A, and, and uh, she spoke a lot about her her childhood in that exact era of time and in that exact area, and, and the timelessness of the story, and it's just sort of typical children's and teenagers' problems, but set in this sort of bizarre landscape of half-built houses and yeah you know, building wells and dogs getting lost and forest oh. fires and everything. So that was again, uh, that was actually shot in 4x3, which I thought was quite interesting because no, especially with internal spaces, I think it created sort of a a, a sense of, I don't know, like narrowness and, and closeness. Well, it
1: sort of set the frame, didn't it? It, it did, and yeah. It was, it was really
0: fantastic film. So we, like I said, we actually saw 10 films, but they were probably the standout ones. And then tonight, because we have to talk about that, we saw the last entry, which was a German film called Gundermann, which I believe actually has come out, been and gone in the cinemas, at least in Germany already since August. And it is about a German, East German musician uh, called Gerhard Gundermann, I think. Um, And... Yeah, it's what I found remarkable about it. And I said this to Sarah just as we came out of it. was quite close to, to my heart because it, it actually takes place um, in an area of Germany where I grew up. And, you know, it's it's obviously in, in East Germany where I'm from. And like every piece of crockery and every piece of furniture. And I recognized all of it. Like I point in the first, I don't know, 10 frames. I pointed at a... Uh, uh, power plant and I was like, my dad worked in that power plant. Yeah. So we had that kitchen We cup. Yeah, we did.
1: And that pot. <laughs> uh,
0: so that was that was quite remarkable and the music is, is fantastic. I actually have to look them up and actually try and listen to some of that stuff because I, I can't say I have before. Um, so we've got about 30 seconds left. Is there anything else you want to say on this, your first episode of Lobbycast? Um, what would we see again? I think I would absolutely see too late to die, die young i would absolutely see hurry yeah, slowly again those
1: too. yeah slowly i think too they were they were the again.
0: standout if you if you can somehow seek them out they have imdb entries um but it's probably going to be tricky otherwise to see them anyway this was the first lobby cast of hopefully many with sarah uh, <laughs> say goodbye be.